You're listening to a podcast from 702. 702. Food feature. It's 20 minutes past one. Well, what is a dark kitchen? That's the restaurant business model we're looking at at the moment. And dark kitchens are also known as delivery kitchens, cloud kitchens, virtual kitchens or ghost kitchens. Um, and they're essentially a virtual restaurant that usually operates several brands from a central location. And they service customers through online ordering. This is via their website and they're in partnership with delivery aggregators, you know, delivery food, serv- food delivery service. Um, and this model seems to be taking off. They're said to be the booming part of the restaurant industry at the moment. Um, and an example, in fact, uh, if we look at Smart Kitchen Company in Cape Town, they operate 24 restaurant brands. 24 restaurant brands from four kitchens that are located across Cape Town. And they offer everything from uh, gourmet pizzas to healthy bowls. Uh, you know, so they're able to then cater for different cuisines. And the owner actually said the goal was to eventually run 200 restaurants from 20 locations nationwide. So that's quite ambitious, quite ambitious for an industry that we thought would be hobbling along right now. So we thought, let's take a closer look at this model with a Joburg dark kitchen. And that is with uh, Thomas Hughes, chef and owner of Diggity Dogs, Mexican food cartel and chicken tenders. Thomas, good afternoon. Good afternoon, Azania. How are you doing? And good afternoon to the listeners. We are super. Thank you so much for coming on. We've been concerned, as you well know, about the restaurant business, but it's so good to hear that these pivots that business owners were encouraged to make are paying off and they're working out. Um, So when did you decide to turn this into uh, your business into dark kitchens? Um, well, actually, historically, I'm a restaurant owner, mm. and um, I currently still run restaurants. And obviously, um, pre-COVID, there has been a huge movement. Uh, we've seen massive growth in the delivery service space with regards to food. More and more people are ordering food in their offices, are ordering food from home, because they just seem to have less and less time on their hands. And so it's, it's a worldwide phenomenon. Mm. And uh, obviously, like, uh, like anything, South Africa uh, was a little late to the party, but has has now caught on properly. And as a result of that, you know, the dark kitchen food delivery part of the hospitality business is booming. And um, about, we've been operating for about six months, I'd say now. Mm-hmm. I have partnered with uh, some guys who are, who are dark kitchen, uh, let's call them landlords. And um, so I'm an operator. They were the landlords. So it made sense for us to, you know, to actually go this route and, and, and go it from the food perspective itself. Let's understand uh, the landlord idea a little bit. Is that because um, I heard of the work that is being done by I'm familiar with the work that's being done by uh, um, uh, collective kitchens. You know, they get out the space and then you as a chef, you just come in with your staff and your food and you up and running. Exactly. So Collective Kitchen is, uh, is, is run by a guy called Michael Hunt, and I'm actually a business partner. We formed another business. Mm-hmm. So what Michael did was uh, he found the location. He recognized early on that there's a huge, huge opportunity, and he built 10 kitchens that are specifically designed uh, literally for delivery only. They're in an industrial area in Weinberg. He kits the kitchen out fully with equipment and everything we need, including Wi-Fi and then lets the kitchens out to operators such as myself or anybody else. Uh, and it's not even a lease, it's basically more an, an arrangement. And we just rent the kitchen space 
And uh, yeah, and you generate um, uh, takeaway delivery orders as well as a few walk-in orders. Um, oh. You know, as as a purely purely uh, delivery-based sort of you know, there's no shop front like a normal restaurant would have. Mm. I mean, that's why they've become more and more popular and and and, and are booming, especially uh, since the uh, you know the arrival of COVID on our door. Yes, I think that's absolutely genius, absolutely genius, because then so many more people. Because previously, you know, it was quite prohibitive. You needed to dress up a restaurant, make it look so beautiful, uh, give it, make it an experience Absolutely. for people to come to. So it wasn't easily accessible to maybe chefs who are starting out who might not have the capital. But now even micro businesses can, can get up and running if they take up a smaller space. You know, uh, it seems to be uh, um, the barriers have been reduced quite substantially. Absolutely. And I mean, the, the, the bottom line is they are, so much easier to set up. They yeah. cost a fraction of the cost because there is no shop front. There's no fortune spent on design and decor. Um, you don't need, uh, uh, you know, expensive staff in the front running, managing, uh, you know, different, uh, uh, like, well, you know, the more expensive sort of general mm-hmm. managers. You don't need the kind of software. Really what you need is, is a kitchen, a concept, a name, and a menu. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, you know, and, and, and Uber Eats pretty much does the rest of it. I mean, they are obviously the, uh, the, the vast majority of the food delivery space is dominated uh, by them mm-hmm. because of their infrastructure and their database. And, um, you know, it's, 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 it's really allowed barrier to, uh, to market to be so much easier than, than it ever has been in the past. Absolutely. And I, I think yeah. COVID, you know, it was already booming. I think COVID has just, almost made it explode as a result. So I want to come back to this question of data in, in a short while, but I want to talk about the location then, because as a dark kitchen, you well, regular kitchens would rely on foot traffic, passing trade and, and so on, and bookings yeah. and all of that stuff. But isn't a location even more critical uh, in this model because... The catchment that you have with these aggregators, with these food delivery aggregators, in order to maximize uh, um, the market, you would have to be in really a genius place that's able to capture all sorts of of, uh, locations and within, like what's within your radius has to be the hub of these orders and where they're coming from. I think that's where it is so interesting. And I think the dark kitchen space is really a data-driven space. Um, it is, it's more about the technology than it is uh, about, uh, you know, trends and, and kind of, you know, the correct cuisine, et cetera. I mean, the way we, we approach it is we are obviously based in, in Weinberg and, and this was developed, our specific location was primarily developed to feed the Santon business district. Um, Uber has a rule that it's a 5K radius from your location. That is as far as you can uh, deliver food to. And so depending on, you know, the data that you have and the research that you've done, we find that different areas have high demand for different kinds of food styles. Some perhaps, uh, you know, are, are more the lower uh, LSM, some of the higher LSM, some of, uh, prefer chicken, some prefer Italian, 
some prefer Portuguese. And it really is quite region-specific. And that really is where the data is such an important uh, aspect of this business. Mm. Um, but so, the wonderful thing about yeah. the whole concept is you can switch on and switch off. Precisely, so Thomas. Can... I was going to say for you as a chef... Um, and the data that you're able to get from the, the ordering platforms, it surely has made you much more agile. And with the, the adaptability of your kitchen now, you know, um, you're able to, to, to move with greater agility and meet Absolutely. those, and think, those tastes. Yeah, I think that, you know, you can literally turn a, a brand on, let's call it. It's a restaurant as yeah. far as the, uh, the, the, you know, the consumer's concerned. But for you, it's a brand because there is no shop front and the name. But And if it's not working after a week or two weeks, you could literally just close it down and start up, you know, another concept. Mm. There is no, uh, and that is the wonderful thing about the agility of this, 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 this growing industry, is that it really is such a flexible industry. You can, you know, decide, right, I really want to concentrate on the Rudderport area. And as a result of that, the data suggests that Rudderport has a high demand for, let's say, pizza, and you develop a pizza concept there. Mm. At the same time, you could be running a, a different concept from the same kitchen. And, 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 and therefore, you know, there really is so much more opportunity. Um, you're not set by uh, specific rules and by specific cuisine, say, as you are in a bricks and mortar based restaurant. Mm, I think it's fantastic. But now, of course, we know as chefs, you guys before <laughs> would obsess over <laughs> the style and the plate and the color of the crockery and how the food presents on the plate when it gets to the sure. table. But now, Absolutely. I'm sure packaging, delivery packaging and how the food travels and arrives is, is the preoccupation now. Um, it is actually, if anything, probably the greatest challenge that we all face mm-hmm. in the food delivery space. And unfortunately, it has not been perfected whatsoever. Um, by and large, food does not travel particularly well. If you think about a pizza, the best pizza is a pizza that's come straight out of the oven. Uh, by the time it's been boxed and, and it's traveled, it has cooled down. It has got a little bit soggy. And that is a constant battle that we face. And I think without a doubt, that is the biggest challenge that we do face at the moment. On the packaging side, absolutely. I mean, packaging is, you know, they say that, uh, you know, you eat with your eyes. And if you go to a restaurant, the first thing you do is the food arrives and it needs to stay eaten. It needs to shout that it's fresh, that it's been prepared with care. And, you know, the food delivery space is no different. And that's got to start with the packaging. So when you do receive something, it has got to look good the moment it arrives in that takeaway bag or that takeaway box. Um, and, I, you know, I, I do hope that as time progresses, we will see improvements in packaging. Mm. But for the time being, it really is an uphill battle trying to get food to the customer without it, uh, without it spoiling too much. Well, that's the next point of opportunity then. You know, someone will solve for it. Someone will solve for it. Thomas, absolutely, absolutely. Th- thank you so much for giving us hope. It's exciting. It's exciting because <laughs> we know of, uh, you know, the, the, the just the extent of the loss in the restaurant business. All of the best with uh, your, your brands and we look forward to seeing the growth. Thank you so much. And yeah, it's an exciting time to be in this space. And I'm just glad that we're a part of it. Absolutely. So, you know, yeah. watch the space. Absolutely. Keeper.
Yes, that's Thomas Hughes. He's a chef and he's the owner of Diggity Dogs. So look out for them, Diggity Dogs, uh, Mexican food cartel. Do you love your tacos? As well as uh, chicken tenders. And uh, he also runs these dark kitchen brands um, out of Weinberg. So depending on where you're located, you know, you could just be able to experience their food. Uh, and the beautiful thing is that you have these shared overheads amongst your brands, Wi-Fi, premises, you know, the rentals, security, bills, all of these shared expenses to maximize uh, the revenue potential. I think it's it's a great development for the restaurant industry. And all the while, we are staying safe and staying at home and still able to support restaurants and eat great food. It's a win.